Hi there, welcome to the table. I am upside inside out, uh, living la vida loca, and we are missing one of our usual suspects today. So we're going to start from the left, and we're going to go to the far right here. Um, <laughs> can't do that. I Man, don't tell me what I can and can't the do. The far right. <laughs> I am the dungeon master. I decide what is copyright and what is not. Um, to our left, we have Rudy. Hello. Giuseppe Krakowski. Joe. Hey. And our new usual <laughs> suspect, the marshland monster himself, James I'm not going to say your full name. Hey, it's James <laughs> McCollum, guys. Oh. Check me out on friggin' Twitter, Marshland Mullum. Doing my plugs right up front. <laughs> Goddamn. This is Jose. <laughs> no, yeah, you no one cares, Jose. God. You guys need to start saying hey whenever he says your name. I, tr- I, do. I do. I do all the time. But then he always says the wrong thing. You want to know what? He got butt hurt when I introduced him as guest number two or like the B guest. Yeah. And he was like, well, I, I should have said, there are times you don't even say a name of one of the hosts on your show. One of the usual suspects. And I did say his name. It was Josefi Krakowski. That's not me. I hope that's not my learn name. Your that name is who name. you are now. He's right. It's Joselito Krakowski. You're right. I'm sorry. Joselito Krakowski. Who, who said me. you could say my government name on this podcast? Joselito Krakowski. <laughs> Wait, are we talking the like the Puerto Rican government? <laughs> I fear that Did I my, me being on the mic has already livened you guys up to d- what I do best is I have a podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, never God. talk about Buffy. God. About Super Sentai. Never talk about it. I believe now we are just never going to do Dungeons and Dragons. It will be 20 minutes in and then we'll, someone will say, I guess we should do I this I should now. roll a dice, right? We'll get to the dice rolling once it's around the time when we should normally getting to do our plugs. Rut row. That, we're not going back to Hanna-Barbera. I have ideas, uh, business ideas after this, just so you guys know. So uh, be prepared. I will love to point you to the complaint department. Joselito Krakowski. Get up on that mic, bro. Um, Uh, Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, So before we actually get back into the usual suspects. We've gone through the usual <laughs> Before we get back into the uh, adventure itself, uh, does anyone have any questions from our long hiatus? I, I it probably was only a day for you guys, but uh, right. it was a We've few had a weeks few for weeks us. Off. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I would like to say right up front, I was in the room for every session. I did... Uh, You guys were in my ears. However, this is to the listeners, to the fans. If they think, wow, they brought on someone who doesn't know the story. I had to take notes. (laughs) I had to make sure they were being loud enough. There were times when I did not hear story. So I know most of it. I might not know how to pronounce names. Well, well, James, like in your defense. My character. to, To be... Completely honest, you've done all the hard work, so we don't blame you for not Excuse knowing. Excuse me. Just because you cried once on this okay. podcast doesn't mean you did hard work. <laughs> all right, whatever, man. That was emotionally damaging. Okay. <laughs> hey, I've cried on one of my podcasts. No, but seriously, if all, you know, we all have. And if people get mad, come find me. 
He's our Why? complaint department, after all. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, that's just, pretty much. That's what I am. Just Alito for for Monopoly. I don't know how to say. And, it. and yeah, <laughs> also I, I, I know you were touching on it a little bit, but yeah, to be fair, your character doesn't really know much of what's going on. I just want to make story. sure everyone knows why I'm clueless sometimes. Should watch that I movie had again. to do other stuff. Oh, Paul Rudd, baby. I know, right? Were you doing Paul Rudd? No, he said clueless. Oh. And then Paul Rudd, baby. And Paul Rudd looks exactly the same. It's been like 30 years. It's Anyways, off topic. We should probably get to roll like that. It's not a podcast. It could be. Mm. What, a clueless podcast is probably done. No, no, just a podcast where we talk about Paul Rudd. <laughs> oh, yeah, do every Paul Rudd movie. He's got a lot of them. True. There Even you go. TV appearances for real, guys. We got to get into. Yeah, DMV. I was gonna say like let's people get are going. gonna start hating. Um, me. I don't think I have any questions. Are we all cl- like you want to do a short recap? Uh, short recap. Uh, the Noctis Occulta after re. What's up? I was say, why don't you just make us do it? See if we actually know what's going on. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> what, you know what? That's a that's a good yeah. You know what? Let's set up a chopping block. Who's getting this? their stats reduced for not remembering? What is this, the university? Guys, you know, guys, I just failed wait, out of college, right? Wait, a Paul Rudd podcast would be called a Paul Rudd cast. I Sorry, you. <laughs> all right, you're already getting your stats reduced. <laughs> I'll go first. You can't um, survive much more, man. You, you can't, really can't choose to go first if you're the one that came up with the idea because you obviously already like have something planned. We'll let R and Jesus decide this. There was a friggin' fire bridge, and they made it out. So that's Sky Ranger. First. All right, so we were at... <laughs> mm, uh, okay. <laughs> what? That threw me up. Uh, we were at our castle and the uh, Cataclades, and then we got attacked by a bunch of other people. Intervent, uh, intervening. What was the castle called? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to open my notebook for this, all right? I'll just let me get through the fucking story. So we got attacked. Uh, we fought uh, hard and, and, and bravely. Um, we made it down to the, to the doors when this total douchebag with like wings on his helmet came through and was fucking everything up. I don't know his name. I don't think we ever learned his name. So don't start. And then we, uh, made it into like this inner sanctum thing. And then he barged in there and then, uh, Alder turned into some monster because he was a liar about his faith. And then we fought the helmed guy and then we won. So, Alder turned oh, into... Oh, actually, a celestial popped up. Yes. To save the man that we made blind and deaf, completely handicapping him, Alder was turned into Alder the Awaken, The Awoken? Awoken. The Woke. The Woke. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alder the um, Woke. And the celestial came down to save the man that we brutally fucked up. And Noctis just straight up killed the the Celestial. Yeah. It's good times. Mordecai. Honestly, they pretty much covered all the bases that I was going to touch on. I honestly can't remember. Don't touch my base. I'm not. Who got hit with a trebuchet? No one got hit by a trebuchet. Someone almost got hit by a trebuchet. Somebody got pinned by a trebuchet. That wasn't one of us, If I don't remember If you were pinned by a trebuchet, that's probably it. Yeah, it wasn't one of us. I don't know what a trebuchet is. I'm pretty sure we left. It's like a super catapult. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we left off talking to Noctis about something that I can't recall, though. That's what's going to get me. I think he patted you guys on the head and said, good job. Kind of. He was just like, the next phase for our plan is about to commence basically we should have just let Corey do his damn thing <laughs> i have like the worst note-taking abilities i want you to tell that if anyone can tell me what the castle i and i get it it's been a few weeks so i'm not being mean to you can you guys tell me what the castle's name was 
castle white hair because it's the opposite of gray skull. That's not. Wasn't it true? <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Was this castle not in the Cataclades? Uh, the castle was in the Cataclades. Okay. But it had a name. The Cataclade Keep. The Castle Clades. The Castle Clades. Ah, uh, yeah. I actually like go. that. Wow. It's my new band name. Oh, God. No. no. It's, uh, you can have it, but no. Uh, any any guesses that before we go? I'm out, man. I don't know. It's called The Cell. Oh, because we're like we're in jail. Yeah, you told us that we were just in a cell, not no. The he, cell. Said, no he, no, he said no. He said this, you are in the cell, and uh. then we're like, what? Are we in jail? He's like, no. That's the name of the castle. You oh, are. I thought oh, you guys were in that... jail. Yeah. No, 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 no. That was when um, we were uh, we were just... yeah kept in our rooms for a minute. I thought oh. the room was the jail, which is why I then was confused why you guys were able to like. <laughs> no, yeah, I thought the cell. I thought the cell was Shh, the room. Okay. okay. Now we now we know, and knowing us half the battle, GI Grayskull. All right, Corey, is there anything you want to add? Anything that's happened immediately afterwards? Uh, I'm going to do a rendition of the events that followed suit when you were able to gaze upon the patron of Noctis, and uh, we'll pick up where we are picking up. I thought you were going to say the patron saint hood. Because he turned into a god thing. Technically, you're not wrong. Yes. But... Uh, Inspiration, sir? Please. Because no. no one told me the name of the castle. <laughs> the cell. <laughs> um, I'll edit it to, to make me say the cell. You can edit it in an inspiration point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I have a pencil and an eraser, so yes, I can. So... The following months after the siege, as the siege ended, the line broke, the earth molted and formed to decay underneath the sieging army's feet, and with their champion routed and their guiding patron defeated, the forces broke, scattered, and beat a hasty retreat. It came to light that, of course, the two uh, attacking forces that came to cease whatever it was Lord Noctis was doing were in fact the golden army of the divine aristocracy and the Emerald Legion of the Badlands, a land that is almost on the complete opposite end of the world. With the two attacking forces retreated, Noctis came out to a now whittled down wilting occultal society with many of the members dead and many more wounded the plan that lord noctis spoke of seemingly was left to the wayside for some time pelagius as you may recall did combat with the helmed warrior and yet he was one of the only who survived this fight Though greatly wounded, and something seemingly changed within Pelagius, he kept mostly to himself as well. And with that being the only other leader available to speak to being Soth, no one had much weigh in as to what exactly was held in the future of the occult. Despite this victory over a battle, despite this conjuring of primordial forces there seemed to be not much time of ceremony or victorious triumph about the occulta 
this was, in fact, the first time the occultans dealt with any outside force that wasn't in of itself a secret organization. The world knows about the occulta now. This is a new age and a new era that the occultans are currently living in fear. They had spent their entire lives in the shadows. They had spent their entire lives in secrecy. A driving force behind the curtain and now they are the main star of the show. The world looks upon the occulta with fear, hate, contempt, and question. What exactly are the occultans up to? What is it that they're going to do next? What is the strange spire that rose in the cataclades? And what do they have to do with the divine aristocracy? These thoughts may have weighed on your minds themselves as you've waited here for seven months after the siege. Sitting on your hands. Absent of action. Absent of direction. Absent of guidance. It is this moment of silence, this moment of thought, that is interrupted as the door swings open. Pelagius being seen for the first time in several months, stepping through into uh, your barracks. Stand the first word. I stand. Do as Same. I told. Yeah. Stand. There are no short-handed expeditions. He begins. I can't send three of you out into the abyss. While I would love to give you a detailed explanation, know this: after we have been crippled by the attacking force, we have been, as best we can, silently looking for new bodies. Turns out one brought itself to us. Giram's like, did somebody say bodies? Keep it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> a long thought dead order has re-risen at the sign of a insurrection of the occulta. The Knights of Osseus, I believe they called themselves. They date back to the first cataclade. First cataclysm, to be correct. With that, I see it no better time than to introduce your fourth, Victor Sepulchrum. Hey guys, am I here now? Yeah. I leap from behind him. What's his name? Who are we talking with? Pelagius. 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 Okay. I I was behind him kind of like a like a scared person, but also I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so that's uh, I'm I'm a little off-handed. I'm not saying this to you guys right now. This is <laughs> this is letting you guys in. Can I describe myself? Go for it. I'm 5'8". You guys see that right away with your eyes. <laughs> and uh, I have brown hair. I have a pale purple skin because I've never seen the sun. And why am I purple? Because I'm a tiefling, you see. And I say hello. <laughs> My name's Victor, as he said. Giram immediately puts on his goggles. Uh, Ooh. You put on your goggles, and you see a shadowy aura kind of wrapped around Victor. An aura that is slowly twisting um, with almost a red secretion to it. Does this aura seem familiar? Somewhat, yes. Can I roll for history to see if I can recall what is catching my attention? Sure thing. I am thinking in my head, this guy must be a tinkerer with those goggles on. I got a 15. 
this is very similar to one of the Rikers. You're not sure which one, um, but one of the Rikers aura matches this um, quite uh, closely. Uh, I'd like to walk up to him. Can I roll for investigation on what he's wearing and just get a feel for him? Absolutely. Uh, I'd like to walk up to him, extend my arm. I shake hands. I hope that's what you're trying to do. I grab the inside of his arm and pull him closer, and I ask, are you a Riker? I am not. However, my people do come from a people of blood. Huh. We we worship fest. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, I turn back to Suzette and, like, just, like, my... Uh, fest. You know fest. fest. You know fest, right? Are you saying this out loud? Yeah. Can I hear? Okay. Yes. We we should all know fest. I just <laughs> wanted to see if you knew, because I know. You guys are seeming like Man. you guys don't know fest. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy to speak words of my lord. Uh, that we'll, we'll, we'll worry about that at some other time. Okay, thank you, because... I think we have enough Meta gaming. I haven't read up much about Fest. <laughs> <laughs> Fest is uh, the best of us. Um, I'll throw you out of a window. <laughs> which, would you roll uh, for your investigation, Mordecai? That's a solid eight. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely seems to be wearing clothes of some sort. Um, you're not really. Sh- they look dirty. Uh, no, um, actually, mine do not look dirty because I haven't been in a fight. You haven't been... Unless you're saying because I've been venturing. They look dirty because of the ash and fall that happens in the cataclades. Oh, okay. I do introduce myself to... Hi, my name is Victor. I'm Giram. Hello, Giram. Oh, how, how are you? <laughs> oh, oh, it's, it's that kind of... Gre- oh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not good at Can this. Can we possibly save this for a later date? Thank please, you. Yes, please. <laughs> <interrupts>. <laughs> I bow. Yes, my lord. You're going to be directed very soon. Not by me, but by one of the Rikers. They're going to lead you towards a conquest of some sort. You're not to fail, obviously. And you're to report anything of unusual content back to us. With this, he holds out what appears to be some sort of blackened carved whistle. Uh, Suzette takes the whistle. Of course, don't use this if you're trying to keep a guise about you. It's going to be very abrupt of what you are once you blow into it. But if there's any immediate information that needs to be reported back to I or one of the others, you are to use it immediately. Understood? Understood. Wait, maybe I missed it. What does this whistle do? It is to call onto them. He didn't exactly explain the how it calls on to them or what it does but if you were to get in contact with them you were to use the whistle can i ask him hey what's the latency on this like how quickly are you going to know we're blowing the whistle just in case we're in a bind and we need oh shit something needs to be said i mean shoot do we swear on yes we do swear all the time on (laughs) yeah Yeah. sorry (laughs) six seconds or so it should arrive then Wait, what should arrive? Oh, the the whistle sound to you. Okay. Yes. I was like, wait, is there like a bird involved? Cool. Yes, forgive me. Uh, My lord. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You are summoning an abyssal entity with this whistle. Forgive me for not being clear on that. For the meantime, uh, my lord, do you want us to stay here? I 
don't care, he says with not the usual conviction that Pelagius, uh, you're able to pick up on this, Mordecai, not the usual conviction that Pelagius usually shows when it comes to matters of the occulta. Just when you are summoned upon, answer. And with this, he kind of turns and immediately begins to go out. Doesn't really leave room for questions. So, what do you make of this so far? What are the thoughts on your uh, character sets? Giram hasn't been paying attention, really. Fair enough. Uh, his his uh, my what's been going through his mind is about that last encounter with when we were with Alder. He's still struggling to see to figure out whether or not Orcus is upset with him from making that decision that he made. Okay, fair enough. Uh, a hefty weight on you. I am confused. It's like when. You're at a friend's house, and then their parents start telling them to do chores. You're not sure if you should be doing the chores <laughs> with them or not. <laughs> and then you're like, are they just going to leave me here to, and then go do the chores? That's how I am feeling right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Mordecai? Um, I like this one already. He was asking the smart questions just about a simple whistle, and I appreciate that. So, says that. Another nerd. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so Zed is happy enough to have a fourth person. He knows more numbers means more likelihood the mission gets completed. Okay. Can I have them all do like insight checks real quick? For what? To see if they notice my muscles. <laughs> I hate well, you. Well, to be fair, you don't have Dang muscles. Dang it, you're right. The belt just makes you uh, inhuman. <laughs> Dang it. In case you don't know... Victor is very strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's strong. Don't worry. That's all right. My passive perception picks up his weak biceps, and it's like, ooh. (laughs) I think I could. I think I could arm wrestle him. Once uh, Pelagius (laughs) leaves, I'd like to continue um, interacting with Victor. Okay. Um. So you come from the Knights of Osseus? Yes. Have you ever heard of us? No. I. That's a good thing. We've been trying for nigh on two millennia to make sure no one has ever heard of us. Uh, not to, like, dump a lot of... Also, can I... Uh, hi, my name's Victor. <laughs> oh, he Hello. says to Mordecai. Mordecai. Uh, Mordecai, 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 Mordecai. Okay. Oh, no. That's a thing I have to do. No, I'm not casting a spell if that's what you think. No, I understand. It's just I... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, hi, my name is Victor. I'm looking at Suzette. Suzette. But I don't know Suzette's name. Suzette. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is he shake? I go no, to shake hands. He just stands there. I I grab his hand instead and shake for him. Like not Suzette's, but grab Victor's and like. <laughs> I I tend to do this. For I him. bow to uh, uh, Giram. Whoa! For shaking my hand. This, uh, this is awkward. Um, I don't have any money. Oh, no, I'm just showing gratitude, <laughs> oh, sir. Oh, okay. Uh, so, quick question. <laughs> um, what can you do? What do you mean? What can you contribute? Oh. Man, I, I thought I'd be the one asking that question, but all right. <laughs> I, I point at my belt and kind of like go like, yeah? And I, I yeah? look at his belt and like, that's a belt. <laughs> I assume yeah. it's a, like a fancy looking belt. It's... Well, there's a belt buckle on it. Kind of. That's one thing. This I'm not telling you guys. The <laughs> belt roll inside on that belt. 
buckle? Yeah. Oh, no, the belt buckle I'm about to tell you. Oh, can I roll inside on it anyway? <laughs> go yeah, for go for it. it. Cool. To Why? see if you... some. Hey, that's... What's 17 plus 6? 23? I mean, you can pick up the magic nature of that belt <laughs> immediately. Cool. But what about the buckle specifically is what he's asking. It's a sick-ass belt buckle. <laughs> you haven't described the belt buckle. How, how sick is it? <laughs> it's dying. This is the name of the episode. It's, it's just so a sick-ass sick. belt buckle. <laughs> so, uh, how sick is the, it? Uh, it? This is the sigil of my people, the sigil of Osseus. It is. It looks like a wooden shield, but where you know metal working would be around it, it's you know a circular shield. It's, it looks like bone, and then in the middle of it is a skull of a goat. Whoa. That's, that's satanic, bro. A goat? It's like way cooler than my signal. You have a skull? It's a, it's a, it's a goat? I'm Roth looking at it that. like, is that a goat? <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I'm just saying, it's a W. Like, I it's take cool, the goggles off and I put it on him. Oh, it's, do I freak out? <laughs> I do you freak out on wait what are you asking he put the goggles on me okay um so as you would see uh you notice a kind of uh purplish hue to Mordecai that seems to be a little bit seems to almost resemble a slow burning fire uh there is a large black ichor kind of shambling out of of Giram's back uh, as it folds up, it seems to occasionally drift into a uh, goat skull itself. Oh. And to the left of him, Roth, uh, not Roth. Yeah, I'm just me. Roth now. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> deity. How's it going, guys? For Suzette, there appears to be two large horns kind of radiating from his head um, as well as many uh, blinking eyes, blinking red eyes between these horns. As they blink, uh, there seems to be little, almost semblances of pops and explosions, little miniature explosions between them. Oh, right. So if that freaks you out. (laughs) Uh, I guess I'm used to magic because I come from a magical people does any is, is there anything that is a mirror? Uh, anything that is a mirror? Not in this room, no. Anyone have like a sword on them? Yes. I look into the sword. Can I see myself back? Uh, At so least- is, so is that how maintained is your sword? It is maintained, but it's also was dipped in ash, so it's not silver anymore. I look into it and then I'm bummed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, no it, it uh, reflectory devices. Kind of so looks like as if you like scorched metal with fire. Yeah, that's kind of what my sword looks like. I do like. have a shield. Wait, did he? Is this real? Does he? For when did you get a shield? I took it off the dead guy we oh, killed. Yeah, yep. Okay. Uh, he so he very, says he felt very accomplished. <laughs> I take the goggles off and I ask, "What it? What is this?" Yeah. <laughs> I hand them back to <laughs> Gold to Skull. Uh, they're called it? alignment goggles. I did. Oh, that's what you were trying to show did me. You see the Gold Skull? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's Are, cool. Oh, wait, no, you said fast. So that's like thinking to himself, he's like, we got two goat people. There's two wizards now. I'm outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So, so you do, like, I'm going to roll for insight to see if I can ask this question. Like, I want to know if, like, I would know based off, based off of the Gold Skull, Goat Skull. That I would know. It's just a sigil, though. No, I know, but I would th- like see it and autom- like think. Hold on. 
you want to know like if it resembles anything like like if it's yeah. familiar yeah to like what you a, do. like the kind of magic i i do so that's a 23 and the return of the uh, weighted I mean, dice you know that in the infernal and the abyssal plains technically the decayed ram's head or goat skull um, usually means affiliation with undeath, but that doesn't necessarily mean the sigil itself is affiliated with undeath. As someone who is quite possibly the last living member of the Knights of Roth, would I know anything about his order? You know that they definitely existed alongside the Knights of Roth. Not necessarily that they were allies, but they were around the same time. Solid. Can I tell you guys, can I talk about my sick-ass belt? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> sorry, sorry. This is the so you guys were asking what I can contribute. This has been passed down since you know for two thousand years since this the first cataclysm, you know, and it's a belt of fire giant strength, and it makes me real strong. Whoa! Like I can punch a tree, and the tree dies. I uh, I, I start nudging Suzette. I think he's stronger than you. <laughs> I'm I'm scooching over to Victor, and I I would like to lean and whisper into his ear. Where can I get one of those? I You're whispering one. into my ear. Yes. Um, I guess have like a bunch of grandfathers who had it. I nod and just. All right. <sighs> Good stuff. I need one. I'm still nudging since I, I dude. I think he's stronger than you. Can I roll an insight check to see if uh, Suzette is angry? I mean, Suzette doesn't necessarily have to be hiding it. Suzette, <laughs> so you hiding it There's or like doing like a like a look of mild annoyance on my face, <laughs> and it's not really because of the belt. It's just that at least Alder didn't talk that much, <laughs> <laughs> and he was incredibly useful. Uh, Can I just roll to an insight check on Suzette for what purpose? Uh, just to like get get like a a handle on him. See kind of what he's projecting. Yes. I just, uh, this is also my first roll, guys. What's it going to be? Let's set the tone for the adventure. <laughs> it's, what, what do I add to insight? Uh, it's a uh, wisdom modifier. Wisdom. Or your insight modifier, technically, if you uh, have any proficiency in that. Okay, so then I just uh, I got a seven total. <laughs> <laughs> he looks swell. Okay. <laughs> I look at him and I say... You're looking swole. <laughs> so God, you just punch God things? damn it. Wow. Oh, no. I My order is a necromancer order. <gasps> oh, I, God. There's two of them now. I could... You you know necromancy? Yeah. My, my family for millennia has been doing that. Dude, I know necromancy. Hell, heck, yeah. I'm trying to keep it clean for the kids. <laughs> uh, uh, you realize there was an episode where he literally described how somebody got like vivisected by a door, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's all good. That Just was a good episode. There. That was a great episode. <laughs> Can I let them in on... Uh, do I feel like this... Well, no, I have to feel like that. Can I'll tell I just you what start? you feel. Yes. You feel the hair on the back of your neck beginning to raise. All of us? Specifically you, Victor. Okay. You feel a, an energy radiating behind you that you have felt once before, but have never been so close and so palpable, t uh, in such a palpable tone to it that it almost kind of sends your entire heart into a spiral. As I grab towards my chest. 
behind you, the rest of you re- recognize the familiar headdress of the Blood Riker of Fest oh. um, stands in the hallway. I don't mean to interrupt. I turn around. I know what he is, right? Yeah, you're, the Knights of Osseus are old enough to have had scriptures of Rikers. I, I, I bend the knee. Oh, please, child. There's no such form, uh, needed formalities of servants. I say, um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> have you ever been starstruck before? <laughs> I guess, like, I say, like a fancy way of saying too bad. Too, too bad. I was saying, uh, I tell him, I apologize. However, I know your importance and you know this is place. how my people show gratitude. I'm saying that. I feel like I've said gratitude twice on this <laughs> and now I feel like I'm... I feel like an idiot. Yes. yes, correct? Correct, sir. Uh, one of the uh, more noble lines of our work. Well, welcome to the cell. And to your new home. Is my heart still in spirals? Yes. Oh, I'm... His his aura is so in tune with that of your actual patron of Fest that it is actually awakening a lot of the... A lot of the senses within you. Is this a discomfort or kind of like when you've exercised a bunch and you start to get a head high? Uh, kind of both. Oh, okay. Then I, I stop talking... He looks to you for, and he kind of points out with his long, uh, bony fingers towards Suzette. You, you joined with an artifact, did you not? Yes. Where did you find this artifact? In a maze. A maze. Where? Continents. Locations. Here. Somewhere. Ah, appropriate. Then I will need you to lead this expedition back to this labyrinth. That might be a problem. And why is that? I don't remember much of it. I see. Well, nothing the scepter can't fix. Let's go peruse our lord's wares, shall we? You can come too, Osseus. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Um, before we set foot much further... Know this, our Lord is a little tired at the moment. It would be best not to ask him such trivial questions as to what we're doing, where we're going, blah, blah, mission details. I can inform you of all of that. Or rather, your guide will inform you of all of that. Out of character, I think that's suspicious. In character... I'm hanging on every single word. <laughs> yeah, Suzette in character, super suspicious. Giram in character. You know that, like, when in TV, when they're, like, explaining things and then the character just starts, like, zoning out? That's what he's doing. Fair enough. Blah, blah. Pride. <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> exactly. It's like a womp, 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 womp. <laughs> Um, did you, did you have any input, Mordecai? I don't know. Mordecai in character, just not physically. Mentally, he's putting his hands to his brow and it's just like, God damn it, there's more of this. 
And that's about it. You guys don't yeah. have to say in character after your character's name. <laughs> if you're in the role, uh, you I was can just, just doing say. it. I was just doing it because James did it. I thought it was funny. I, I did it because he did it. And I did it because James did it. Yes. Terrific. Here I'm we an are. icon. Uh, <laughs> someone in an iTunes review said so. <laughs> seriously. Uh, yeah, seriously. See, that's, that's why James gets like part of the table to himself. It's for the ego. Uh, <laughs> I Can know. I quickly say something about being at the table? This feels, I feel warmth. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's nice. because I'm a radiator, not a person. Yeah, it's just a lot of body heat. It's <laughs> not a joke. I, I run like four degrees warmer Me than too. most people. It's insane. Feel, feel this. Yeah. Is it, is it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We are yeah. hot handed. Oh, God. That's why it's so hot over <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm God, sweating I, and we're I sitting am, down. I am so hot. You're <laughs> wearing a sweater. What are you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sidetracked. Anyways, uh, Suzette also thinks not only is he suspicious, but it sounds borderline treasonous. And uh, you know, Suzette knows a lot I about treason. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the Riker then turns and begins to walk out. Kind of gives a motion of follow. All right. Follow. Okay. Uh, as you walk out, uh, the cell looks more or less the same um, that it did on the day of the siege. Uh, there hasn't been much reparations, but thankfully there hasn't really been, not even really, there hasn't been another test of the occultant's power. Obviously, that was a big day for both sides. As you approach the grand door where you went to the sanctum and you gazed upon the abyss that is the outer heavens... The door opens, and once again, it is just an office, much like the one in Gothica. As you step in, you notice that there before you is Noctis sitting at his desk. However, he doesn't really react to the door opening. That helmet he wore uh, on the day where he ripped out the Celestial's beating heart uh, still remains fastened to his face, his hair still remains soaked and matted in blood and grime. However, he seems to be completely out of armor, uh, completely shirtless, and there appears to be open pores uh, that are constantly spewing out what appears to be blood that is evaporating into the air. He looks wiry, but still not as well as you would have expected. His entire skin seems to be uh, a pigment almost uh, close to that of a pomegranate, actually. And he seems to be completely dazed and unaware of what's happening around him. Uh, who is... Are we following the Riker? Yes. Uh, so who am I closest to? Uh, order usually implies that Suzette's leading. Yeah. I would say you're probably in between Giram and Mordecai. Who's like in front or I guess behind me? Mordecai. I I whisper to Mordecai, is this normal? <sighs> More I, or less. Can I, I roll mean, to fair answer? <laughs> can I roll to see if I like heard him ask Mordecai? Uh, I mean, I'll I I'm open I I opened it up to both of you, let's say. Oh, I'll, I turn around and I'm like recently. Okay, yeah. okay. I mean, that like, was, there was a guy. talking very loud. There was a guy, and I, I do say it like Don't in an silence. outside voice. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> there was a guy that was with us who bled a lot. Oh, God. What no, you... no, I'm asking, is this normal for this man? Oh, I, I thought you meant, like, situationally. Oh, no. Uh, no. Situational awareness? Okay. Or, probably. For this man, not in particular, but I, I wouldn't put it past him. All right. Ooh. I... I f 
I think Dirk feels concerned. Right? But yeah. I'd like to bow to Noctis, show respect. You do so. Uh, and says that as well. I'm going to throw a semi-half-ass bow in there as well. I bend the knee. <laughs> Jesus, man. As Whoa. well, uh, the Riker uh, slowly... Uh, bends down and does an, an entire bow slash curtsy. I hate uh, this dude. Lord Noctis, I bring our disciples here in order to fetch the scepter. We will be leaving on this grand mission to better the cause and further the goals of our grand society. Noctis doesn't move. That's fine. With this, the Riker stands full in attention and turns to the fore. Then, the scepter. And after we reawaken those memories in you, Suzette, our guide will accompany you on this journey. Fair enough? Sure. Terrific. The Riker walks forward and to the other side of the Lord's desk. And as he slowly slides out the scepter from... Uh, behind the desk, he grabs hold, and it slowly begins to glow within it, uh, within itself. The blood helix forms from the tip of the scepter, and as it does so, the artifact that Suzette first grasped with the Knights of Roth slowly reveals itself in seemingly forms within this blood. As it does so, it begins to slowly open on the base of itself to describe the art artifact it appears to simply be a large black uh, piece of igneous rock with a primordial rune etched in on the top of it but the base of this rock slowly begins to open almost as if uh, it was a container of some sorts and clasped down on the tip of the scepter with this, the rune on top begins to glow uh, red, and slowly a what appears to be a tendril or leech-like uh, appendage begins to grow from the rune itself and form in a pool of blood that courses down the artifact. And then finally, once this transition completes, the leech, tendril, whatever you'll call it, falls limp and just kind of hangs to the side of the scepter. As this is happening, Giram sits uh, crisscross applesauce on the floor. And uh, as it, this is happening, he pulls his uh, his shield out and casts his shadow blade. This is like totally not paying attention. And it's just carving the symbol of Orcus on the inside of the, of the shield. Not on the outside, but on the inside where I would hold. Dude had seven months to do this. I, I mean... I just forgot to mention it, but I figured for RP purposes, I'd have to do it on the podcast. He's oh, doing okay. it space case. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I also assume that this probably isn't the first time he's done it. There's probably a few already there. You know me so well. It's like a kid trying I to... I don't like you. Try, well, <laughs> I don't like anyone. <laughs> the Stop trying to connect with me. Trying to perfect that or the ACDC symbol on yeah. a notebook. Yeah. <laughs> I just love him so much. Suzette. Yeah. The Wrecker holds out the scepter. If you would, please. Suzette is not thrilled, does not seem happy, uh, grabs the scepter anyways. As you do so, the sheen of the crimson appendages that have grown on you thus far uh, slowly begin to melt away. 
Oh. And as they bleed back into you, uh, you can feel a straining, almost pinpoint of a needle-like sensation dragging across your eye. Ha. As it drags and seems to leave some sort of indentation or carving into uh, your eyeball. You hey, flash thanks, back. I might throw up. You're welcome. <laughs> you flash back, and there you are, standing outside the labyrinth. A strange crevice of natural rock that seems to be no more mere than a cave in, of, in and of itself. But you know that the second you descend down there with your knights, it's the last time that you will see many of them. Many of them losing their sanity to the labyrinth. Many of them falling prey to the trials that lie within. And you look back to the southern coast of the Cataclades and note that this may very well be what causes your separation from your family. And as that, pit and that needle releases itself from your eye, you are brought back to the office. The tendril now once again stiffening outwards informing almost what appears to be like a blade sensation. Now, as for your guide, the Riker begins, and he slowly pulls out a lantern, of which seems to have a quasit trapped within it. A what? Oh. A quasit. <laughs> a quasit is a small, impish-looking uh, demon. Okay. Uh, I, I thought you said croissant at first, and I was like, that can't be it. <laughs> it's just a little croissant. croissant. I was like, like a, I, I was thinking at first maybe a shape, like a croissant moon, but that's a crescent, crescent. moon. <laughs> no. A croissant moon. We need to make like a I sticker or something that's like the cro croissant moon. <laughs> I, yeah, Nicole, draw it up. Yeah, man. Uh the quasit itself seems to press its uh, hand against the lantern's glass. And the Riker continues. He will lead you there. When the time comes, let the lantern fill with blood and it will guide you. Any um, blood? I ask, I say, sir, any blood? Any blood will do. All right. <laughs> he uh, turns and looks to you I look for. at Mordecai. <laughs> it kind of like, say, hey. <laughs> any questions? Nope. I, I I'm gonna, I'll ask them because you know when you start a new job, the manager says any questions, then you wait for them to leave, and then you just ask the fellow employees. That's what I'm going to do. So what's <laughs> up with that guy? Huh? <laughs> I want you to know, Giram says no, like as if he was paying attention the whole time. He's just like, nah, we got it. Like we're good. Very well. But in like, which case, you have no idea what you're doing. He then <laughs> immediately tosses the lantern to Giram. I try to catch it. Roll a deck save for me. Fuck. 18. Okay, you're able to catch it. Then, uh, you should be off as soon as possible. No later than tomorrow, no sooner than yesterday. While you were saying that, I see that Giram kind of wasn't paying attention, and I whisper, hey, I'll fill you in once he leaves. Now I do have a question. Am I supposed to hold this the whole time, or can I pass it along the group? I'm sure it won't hurt too much if you pass it on. All right, one, two, three, nose goes. All right, says that it lost. <laughs> Mordecai is actively <laughs> reaching. <He's> like, <laughs> yeah, Mordecai's, like, Mordecai's going for the, the lantern. <laughs> I pass it to him. Thank you. 
All right. Pass a lantern to the right hand side. Sorry. In re- <laughs> for the listeners, in real I life, I just had my hand extended out towards Giram. Yes. Stop bogarting the quasit, guys. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. Stop bogarting. Go. I'm gonna shake it. Don't shake the. Quasar. I'm not gonna shake like it. an animal cruelter. Then if there's nothing know, else, <laughs> yeah, I know what I said. <laughs> if there's nothing else, the record begins, and he does a quick, a quick shoe of the hand. In which case, all four of you feel yourselves slide out of the room, and the door closes before you. Ah, what a! I was still bending the knee as he did that. (laughs) I want to learn how to do that trick. Have some serious rug burn on the knee. (laughs) I'm wearing pants. My knees. (laughs) My leg. Are you wearing like robes? No, I'm wearing a robe person. No. There can only be one. Can can I further explain? Oh, I'm also wearing ring mail. Uh, What? Yeah, he's wearing ring mail. Yeah, Yeah, that looks like it's never been thrown a blow. And then I explained my... My uh, my belt, my chill, my kick-ass belt. If he's gonna start in on the belt again, I'm just that's just gonna leave. No, no, I'm saying this to you guys, not and. Oh, I do. But I I ask you guys. Uh, I say, it's, do you got? Are you guys familiar with each other? Or is this a no? Oh, so you guys had okay. We've been on hiatus like for seven months, and we're like, meh. we we know each other because of work. Oh Why? no! Like, have you guys been? A group together. Oh, we've worked together. Do we know anything about each other? No. Oh, um. Except that, I don't know. And it, I point at Suzette and I go, uh, uh, I don't know. And then I point at Mordecai. Squish? Uh, yeah. Squish? What does that mean? He's very he gets, squishy. He gets oh, hurt okay. a lot. I will I, die very easily, quite okay. frankly. Yeah. I did lie. notice you walking slowly and off centered. Oh, he's a cripple. I do have, I do have the cane. I was saying uh delicate way to say that. I, I hope you know like, Giram is like Giram has a, no like, like that, but like myself as Jose would not ever say that. I am leg disabled. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How'd you get disabled? Acid. Acid spray. <laughs> God damn it. What is so you guys are familiar with each other? What what We've have you guys before been up to? on multiple jobs? Okay. I just, I'm trying to get to know you guys. I'm here for my order to hopefully get assistance from the Noctis Occulta because we've been underground for such a long time. We're trying to make a re- resurgence. Uh, we can get down to the nitty gritty later on. Let's just get out of here. All we right. Have, before you leave, Pelagius states. Mm. As he's kind of walking up, I need to ask something of you while you're out on your travels. Yes, sir. While we await the next instruction from our Lord, you are to watch for any potential Forge Masters, as ours is currently being inhabited by a Riker. <laughs> Giro starts laughing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That it was one. the best choice. <laughs> Not gonna give in on this. <laughs> Wait, is the Riker we were just talking to uh, no. Vera? No. no. Okay. Okay. Late, uh, Vera was uh, the was the the, was Riker the lady that nobody remembered the name of for Jerachmus. Yeah. For the okay, so they're off doing something else. Uh, Riker of Jerachmus, you haven't seen him for. Uh, I mean, you've seen them around, and you've noticed that as. Uh, the Riker of Drachmas got more into uh, his host's body. 
his overlaying voice began to disappear. And once again, it was just the voice of Vera. However, you haven't seen, you haven't seen him around in uh, quite some time. He is usually not seen without the Riker of Fest or without uh, Lord Noctis. Um, so usually when you do see him, he's never alone. All right. Because if you had described that, I probably would have felt faint. <laughs> sorry, I'd just like to... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I just wanted to double check something with a lantern slash coisted and blood. What was that? Any blood will do? That's what he said. At the right yeah, time... We, Pour blood into it. Right. When the time is Stop right. Stop shaking the quasit, man. Jeez. <laughs> no, I'm just making sure it's like, hello. The quasit is very uh, within its own mind and is uh, alive. Yeah, it's got a conscience. Can I talk to it? Yeah, if you'd like. Quasit hello. It's just croissant, but with a lisp. Uh, so, <laughs> so you say hello. Yes. The quasit uh, looks to you and just kind of drags his uh, nail along the uh, lantern. Uh, is it spelling something out? Does not seem to. Just okay. seems to be dragging his nail along the lantern. I'll try and take good care of this. I'll try and take good care of you, tiny I, croissant. I am not incapable. Corey? No, I just mean I won't shake you, that's all. I'm trying to be like <laughs> good. Seconds after you are shaking yeah, him. <laughs> I won't shake you, Corey, anymore. I'm getting, yes. fla- I'm getting like real bad flashbacks now. <laughs> you know you. how it is. Lanterns are quasi traversal things. I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's like a staple of the D and D world. Yeah. <laughs> Get a <laughs> quasit, You put it in a lantern. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you got um, one. You got the other. That Pelagios looks to you for a forge master is almost absolutely necessary for our continued survival. We can't take another onslaught like that without serious enchantments for the rest of our arms and weaponry, as well as for the cell itself. And he looks to all four of you and then over to the Knight of Osseus. You didn't happen to have any Forge Masters within your realm, did you? We have not had any need for forging. We are a magical people underground. I apologize that we do not have anyone who could help. Unless you could forge stuff with magic? By the hells. Very well, then wherever you're going, just eyes out for one. Can you give Can you give us the five strongest traits you're looking for in a forge master? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh my God. I don't ask him that. Um Wait, how do y'all forge the that belt? Of a resume, like when you're, we found when you're it. posting oh, for a job. Okay. It's just a job listing. Job listing, yeah. That's what, that's we what need. I was asking. Yeah. We just put like flyers out on the way. <laughs> Help wanted. <laughs> Would you like to join a cult? It just says Forge Master question mark. <laughs> and with an arrow pointing in the general direction. <laughs> just lay like, out towards the cataclysm. Yeah. Well, wait, if the occult is actually known, why don't we just put up posters that are like, hey, we're looking for a cult in the Forge Masters. Meet us at this yeah, we're doing nondescript a drive. We're location. Doing like a, like a, a membership drive. What is this, Craigslist? We <laughs> We hire a teenage human to be a sign twirler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's twirling the sign around and the forge master comes up. He's like, I don't even know which way to go. It's like this way. Don't you see? He just keeps twirling it. Uh, all right. Uh, we should get ready and then head out as soon as possible. Fair enough. Anything you want to do uh, to actually prepare for this journey? 
do okay, uh, listeners. This is my first time playing Dungeons and Dragons in a while, so th- if I'm asking this, uh, I somewhat know stuff. Do I have to stock spells as a wizard? So every day, you don't necessarily have to stock spells. You just have to essentially learn them. I think you might have been playing the old edition where uh, you had to plan what spells you were going to use for that day. Yeah, because um, uh, or I just asked because one of the podcasts that I listened to, they seem to do that. Uh, no, at least uh, at the very least, not in this world. You don't have okay, to plan awesome. the spells. Nice. I'm dropping fireballs left and right, guys. Ouch. A there's, level one fireball. There's a limit. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I guess, guys, I know. Um, but oh, no, yes. Yeah, I can cast twice, left and right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yes, anyone you want to seek out, any questions you need to ask, anything you want to do to prepare yourselves for this journey? Before we head out, I'd like to do a ritual for Orcus. Okay, fair enough. Because I would like to impress... Yes, the labyrinths and the cataclades, which means you're going to have to walk through the, through cat- the cataclades. <laughs> Good God. Which uh, is why I'm praying to Orcas. Fair enough. <laughs> so this is a castle. Is there a library? Is there anything with books? Is there any, like, armory? Is there anything that I can use nerd, to, like, nerd. like, armor up so I'm not a completely defenseless squish? There was a forge master at one point. Um, but <laughs> you guys were mean <laughs> wow, to her. that's really going to come back to haunt us at one point. <laughs> no, is there like any armor just like can, left around? You can go to the armory. They don't, since they, and it's going to sound like I'm being a dick, but since they don't have a forge master, They're nothing's going to be for free at this point. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Nothing was for free to begin with. Yeah, that was just because you guys were a dick to her. Yes, <laughs> even it. I know that. She started it. I actually had no problem with her, to be honest. <laughs> I am then going to go to whatever armory we have and just look. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so you think had... we have any money? <laughs> Can... I'm just realizing that. Well, they're doing that. Can I still feel the Riker's presence on the other side of that door? Yes. Uh, can you guys actually roll a wisdom for me? Twenty-one. Okay. Twenty-one as well. Okay. Hey. My wisdom modifier is one. <laughs> Uh, fucking three. Hey, guys. I got the opposite of 21. I got a 12. Hey. So, Suzette and Giram, you immediately can feel a surge of energy behind the door. It definitely isn't necessarily the Riker's energy, but there is some something happening beyond uh, the door in the inner sanctum itself. Um, you can still feel the Riker's energy within that room, uh, but that's about it. Uh, in accordance to Victor. I would like to pray to Fest because I've never been in this much energy with Fest. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but you know what I mean. Synergy. Like the aura? Yeah. Aura. Yeah. Uh, go for it. Uh, nice. Well, first, Giram, did, are, did you roll for that ritual or? Oh, no. Oh, you're just doing a rich? Well, I didn't. I don't know how. I didn't know. I was. I did just. I put that out there. I didn't know I could. I was supposed to do that right now. Oh, no. I. I mean. Because you said it first, I was just no, you like, can go I was ahead. just grabbing every everyone's thing before I made people do rolls. This is turn-based RPG, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna do what Suzette usually does: uh, uh, affirm his tenets, get his weapons ready, get all of his equipment ready. Okay, including all of my sweet, sweet torches. Fair enough. All right, and then we're gonna make everyone. Actually, we're I'm gonna roll a four-sided, and whoever it lands on, we'll start from them and go clockwise. That's gonna be. Mordecai. Ah, oh boy. Uh, so I hobble over to whatever's left of the armory. 
Not much. Oh God. So what is there? as you as you walk towards the armory, uh, you're essentially going uh, into a sub level uh, of the cell. Uh, you go downstairs uh, along this twisting staircase, and as you um, come across to this iron door, the door itself opens for you. As you step in, there is a hooded occultan member um, currently apparently reading up on something of Forge Mastery. To which once he sees you come in, he closes the book and stands. Greetings, brother. How can I help you? Uh, are you uh, attempting to be the new Forge Master? I see the book. Doing what I can, but it doesn't necessarily seem so- like something you- that can be learned. Seems like something that you either have or you don't. Uh, that's fair. But valiant effort for trying. Anything uh, you are looking to peruse from what's left? That's just it. What is left? Uh, so it looks like he's currently has two leather armors, a plate set, as well as a few pickings from weapons, including that of great handed and uh, bows and arrows. Okay, what can I afford? Um, which twenty twenty three gold and fifty silver pieces? You can't even afford the leather womp, armor. Womp, womp. How much is it? Yeah. Uh, leather armor is 25 gold. Uh, wait, <laughs> silver pieces. How? If I have 50 silver pieces, how well does that translate into gold pieces? I Actually, I think for every 10 silver piece, that's a gold piece. So I can't afford it. You can afford it. Hell you yeah. barely can afford it. I pull out the pieces uh, necessary to purchase this, and I say, I hope that this is enough. I desperately need something. It'll do. And yeah, with this, he uh, slides over the uh, leather armor. Ah, lovely. I'd actually like to ask, um, so in the seven months that we've all just sort of been on, like, hiatus, has everybody else been on, hi- like, on hold as well? Most of the occultan members, um, occasionally they go out for supplies, but no one's ever, no one's necessarily had missions other than to recruit. Uh, so I'd like to ask the Forge Master, so what have you been up to these past several months? This. This? Yeah, just gestures to the room. Dishing out what's left to the recruits that come in and trying to learn something that can get us on our feet again. Uh, what would you need in order to get better at this or in order to get to where you want to be at this? I need to be a much better wizard than I am, he kind of admits. Forge masters are essentially incredibly powerful wizards that are able to bring the ethereal and the arcanic realms into existence through forms of physical objects. Mm. So, as you know, someone that can bend reality. Not just yet, but but who knows, if I end up learning something along the way, I'll gladly teach you. You seem, you seem like you're eager. Uh, if the gods willing. All right, then. At that, I uh, take my leave. Armor. How much, like, what, what's my boost? I need the armor class. I need uh, the AC. <laughs> so I believe a leather armor is a armor class of 11 plus your dexterity modifier. So that might set you at an armor class of 10, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Which real bad, one right? One better than what he has. That's, well, you know what? I'll take I'll take whatever oh, I can terrible, get. James. It was originally a nine. A sharp wind might kill him. Uh-oh. Uh, to put it in perspective, an armor class of 10 is the armor class of an unarmored peasant. Oh, dude. And he's wearing armor, so... Welp. I'll get him next time. Terrible. 
stay in the back. <laughs> That's the plan. And pray they can't throw a rock at you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. All right. I take my leave. Uh, going clockwise, Giram, you want to roll for your ritual? Yeah, I'll do that. Because I my people don't have a forge master, I don't know what it is. But now, through osmosis of knowing, someone might be able to do it. Oh, will we ever get to see... Will we? I ever be able to bring my new friends to to meet my old buds? Oh, we'll have to see where the adventure oh, takes us. Fingers crossed. I guys. thought you said to meet your butt, and I was like, "Where is this <laughs> no going?" Buds. I mean, that's one way to take this Dungeons and Dragons adventure. Sex D and D. Jesus, don't. Uh, no, that's sorry. a twenty-one for history. Like Joe's already taken off his belt <laughs> for I'm religion. Down, man. Uh, for religion. Sorry, <laughs> they're all the same for, for, me. for you. <laughs> all right. You do your ritual for Orcus, and you do feel, thankfully, a creeping presence about you as you perform this ritual. You feel the the cool touch of the ichor kind of graze across your back. I just want to make it known to Orcus that I know I pissed him off, but I want him to understand what my ultimate goal is. That's fair. I mean... This isn't. This doesn't feel like a hostile presence. So you made connection with something, and it doesn't. It seemed to be out to get you. So, solid. Nice. Says so that you're just going through your tenets, correct? Yeah. And like pro- usual, most yeah. mornings. Fear, fire, same thing. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, then we'll move to Victor. Victor. Jinx. I am praying to just ask for guidance to see if this is the right path to be going on with this band of hooligans and with Noctis in general. I rolled, a, I got a 16. Okay. You do so and you feel your blood actually respond. You feel it course through you uh, as you ask this question. You feel it rush. You feel your heart begin to pump out adrenaline. You feel good. Nice. Okay. I was, I was hoping that you weren't just going to say, yeah, you, a bunch of stuff is happening and I'm, I was going to say, how do I interpret that? I mean, technically, it's up to you to interpret it. Hey, I feel good. <laughs> it's like those people that are like, this is a good sign. And then they get hit by like a meteor. I mean, that was a good sign. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not. I'm what, just saying. being hit by a meteor? <laughs> yes. Anyways, with that, uh, I'm assuming you all four reconvene. Mm, yep. The cataclates are just outside that door. Let's Might go. as well. Uh, I have my short, my, my shield. <laughs> short. My short. shorts. Uh, my shield and my war hammer to the ready, because you can never be too lackadaisical in the cataclades. Absolutely. It's cataclades, and then what's the other continent that you guys used to be on? Gothica. Gothica. I would just like t- to say right off the bat, that is where my people are from. I, I am unfamiliar with, I mean, I don't have firsthand experience with the cataclades. The only one in our group that has experience is probably Suzette. Okay. And I'm not talking about it. <laughs> Just want you to know that. With that, who's opening first? <laughs> Sorry. I'll I, open. Kay. I just thought of like Suzette writing a paper about the cataclades. It's like, <laughs> don't ask. I'm not talking about it. <laughs> it sucked. A Suzette Mushik novel. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Giram grabs hold of the doors and pulls them open. As he does so, they're seems to be a sudden lift. Despite going out into the cataclades, 
you feel once again almost as if a haze is lifting from you. And you're staring out to this black rock with blue specks and sparkles on this land of fog. And as ash slowly drifts in and cools at your feet, you can see it stain into your armor. You're not sure if this is some sort of precipitation of some sort, as to your knowledge, a volcano hasn't been recorded in the Cataclades. But then again, I guess... Not much has. Correct. Do you step out? Yes. Yeah. Yep. You step out into the Cataclades. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You step out into the Cataclades, and as you do, there's an immediate chill. That rushes through you. It's almost as if you had step in, uh, stepped from summer into the dead of winter. As you do so, you feel the veil shift. You feel it become thinner. It feels as though Sazette could cut through it with his sword if he were to try hard enough. Try. <laughs> I'm on it. You can almost feel something grasp at you. Something try to make contact, something call out to you from beyond uh, in a separate plane, and just as quickly as it comes, it vanishes. You can hear the sounds of someone losing their life, the sound of blade piercing against flesh, the sound of a soul being ripped from its mortal coil, and then just as quickly as it came, it vanishes. I'm sorry. I just have the funniest, like, image in my head of Suzette just swinging his sword at the air. Just, yeah, yeah. Especially after I say, try it. Yeah. <laughs> Do a flip. So this ash that was, is that getting on us? Yes, it does uh, occasionally drift onto you. Okay, I say aesthetically, this is very cool. However, it makes me feel gross and sticky. So uh, I need a cover up. I, it is noted that, yes, as it does touch onto your armor, um, it does seem to stain into it and leave almost a grayish blue hue uh, of a stain. Does it make everyone else feel gross and sticky? Does it? Not particularly. You're not necessarily feeling it unless it touches your skin. They're outdoor kids. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> no. I see them not be afflicted by it and I go, outdoor kids. We're all latchkey kids. Giram just doesn't know what is happening and he just doesn't care. Mordecai, you actually notice that it yeah. never seems to touch your skin. Eh? It never seems to touch anyone's skin. Uh, it seems to actually avoid your skin. It seems to avoid organic life. Mm. I take it back. It doesn't make me feel gross and sticky. <laughs> Wait, uh, hold on. What about when I touch my armor? Does it spread or? Uh, when you touch your armor, it seems to do nothing, actually. Okay. Uh, it doesn't even seem to seem that your armor has necessarily a different texture, even. Just, okay, um, guys. Corrosion. It just looked like it was going to be gross and sticky. You know, like when you, like, (laughs) thanks for the weather update. When you, like, put lotion on and you think it's going to be gross and sticky, but somehow it isn't. I have a weird thing with my skin, guys. That's (laughs) what I'm trying to tell you. This is real life James projecting onto Victor. And now back to the weather with Victor. Victor. (laughs) It's gross. Thanks, I think Victor. It <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. What are Wait, f- less gross. <laughs> what are your What are your first thoughts, steps, actions? Um, I have a question. So it etched something into my eye, correct? Uh, yes. How does that feel? Your eye. I mean, unless you still have like, if you you can still imagine it, you can still imagine it dragging across your eye, but it your eye doesn't seem to be in any pain. All right. 
And uh, just off the top of my head, do I feel like I know the direction? So you look within yourself and your left eye seems to kind of almost get an airy feeling to it as if you could feel it glassing over. And as you do so, you can see a light flicker on past all these clouds and this haze off in the distance. All right. So uh, towards the light, I guess. No one should ever say that. Do we see the light or is it just him? Just him. uh, What light? No, I'm not going to. I just point and then I start walking. Okay. Uh, Formation should be. Formation alpha. First, Victor right behind Suzette. Mordecai in between all of us and myself behind Mordecai. Just because this ash could probably kill him. I'm telling you, a strong wind will will murder him. He's going to trip over a rock, break his ankle, and then die. I blow really hard at Mordecai. He he dies. (laughs) That's the end. I swat you away like, what the fuck are you doing? Also, James, if you have a thing about your skin, I have a thing about eyes that really creep me out. And like Corey's over here describing like all this shit. I don't like it. (laughs) <laughs> Corey's gonna say Victor is dipped in a warm vat of pig fat and I'm gonna be like oh no he he screams real loud cause that's my nightmare warm not boiling like just warm <laughs> Victor roll a six sided a six sided is this an encounter check maybe uh oh it's a six sided dice I got a one. Oh my god. Oh my god, get rid of those Terrific. dice. They're worse than mine. Terrific. We die on the steps of our own castle. Uh, Can I get a percentile? A percentile, baby. Uh, a 67. Oh, it's a 76. Oh, 76. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> thought it was thought it was a 66 and I got real excited. Ah, no. No. Can I get a foresighted, please. From me? From Suzette. Ooh. What? The S-Man. That's going to be a four. Did he nope, just say I don't us? like that. <laughs> I don't like that look on your face. No, he closed the book like, hey, I don't need the book anymore. Okay. Suzette, what? Uh, Why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> what would you say would just make you go insane? What would What would come across your vision? And immediately make your mind say that it could not possibly deal with another second of consciousness. Um, so I think most people would assume it has to do with his family dying, but it would actually be failing to destroy like the divine aristocracy, like being in the moment of having that power and not being able to utilize it or not being able to act on it. So the failure of like failing his revenge, basically. I see. I like see. having the capability, but not being able to. Okay. Now You're the chosen one. Yeah, kind of. Victor. Yeah. What would you say would unravel the threads of your mind? Unravel. What do you What do you mean by that? What? Lo- make me feel calm? Is that what you're saying? No. Just no. What, what would make, would make you, you go mad? Oh, okay. Because yeah. you said unravel the threats. Oh, the threads. Yes. Okay. When I thought you said threats, I was like, yeah, make me calm. I don't know. Uh, a warm beach. Uh, what would make me go crazy? <laughs> the sun. Yes. I mean, yeah, there's a... I guess, like, I could see a cat and would be freaked out. 
But but what would drive you to insanity? What would drive me a to sight, insanity? A sight that is so devastating to your psyche that you possibly couldn't bear with one more moment of consciousness. Uh, I have to think about this because I'm a new character. That's fair. Think on it. Yes. Mordecai. Son of a bitch. Honestly, it would have to be the sight of the, you know, this empire that Mordecai has built up in silence for the past several years crumble because they've been on hiatus for seven months or just because he's been with the occulta for this long and hasn't been able to tend to it if he finds out that it's all gone to shit he'll he'll fucking kill himself that so that would drive you to madness yes okay and Giram? it would probably be the first moments of death that he ever experienced but heightened to a thousand percent Okay. The first moments of death that you've ever experienced. So the first killings you saw. The first killings Giram ever had to perform. The first ritual uh, ritualistic sacrifices. Okay. And Victor. So everyone doesn't know this about my character yet, and I'm guessing since I'm saying it in my head, I'm just telling you they don't. Want, they won't know it. Okay, so the divine aristocracy is what drove our order into the ground fear that they will kill us so i guess them unearthing us and just easily wiping us out where we've been training for such a long time to do just that to them so all of you that's all already happened what now what do you do now can we like roll for madness is that a thing in this game (laughs) how fucking yeah it is don't (laughs) why would you ask that what I mean, that's the only way I, because... I have a question, though. So, Suzette's already kind of gone through this. Does that make sense? He gets to roll with advantage. So, like... you're not the And DM. we talked about this, like, and when I sent you my backstory, like, the labyrinth itself, what, like, kind of, oh, sorry, kind of drove him a little insane. Mm-hmm. It's going to sound nuts, but the thing that saved him wasn't, like, his family or, like, having that reunion. It was the aristocracy being destroyed like ashes less than that wiped into the sea a big empty space where that used to be so that for him is like uh, the ultimate redemption of that madness okay so you do that you do with that what you will man rest of you any other any other interjections about this giram's gonna cast out his shadow blade why what's the point it's a reminder of him reminder to him of what he has become Put everything else in the past. Put it away. Forget about it. Just He's going to focus and focus and focus on the shadow blade. He's going to grip it so hard that his palms start bleeding. Mordecai? I think Mordecai, to try and hold on to any sort of semblance of sanity, would probably hold tightly onto his cane, despite the fact that it's, you know... His literal crutch? Yes, because it's it's one of the more fancy ornate things that he's owned. He built himself up from nothing um, at such a young age that he thinks he could try and do it again, but he's still not sure. I'm so sorry that... Okay, f- at first I didn't know this was, hey, you can talk your way out of it or something. Sorry about the madness thing. No, you're I, good. I guess I just slap the belt and say, stay strong, strong boy. <laughs> So some of these work significantly better than others. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to need everyone to roll two percentiles. Take a break before the second one. 
For a second, I'm like, I don't know which dice those are. No, you don't know, or you don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to roll this. I'm looking at everyone else ro oh, rolling. T yes, I'm rolling the correct dice. Oh boy! All right, I gotta write that down. Okay, okay. I'm I'm fine with what I just rolled. I think I. It seems like when Corey says roll for something, uh, a high number could be good. A high number could be bad. You never know. <laughs> Like to mix it up, baby. <laughs> right in the middle, or just like, hey, this this is my favorite number in the world. On my second 69. roll, I got a forty-four. We'll see what you get on your first roll to see if that matters. Uh, I got a fifty-seven and a forty-four. Okay. Wait, you said take a break in between the two. Yep. Yeah, so so it was not, so take a break. We'll take the first one uh, from everyone, and then we'll get your second one. Okay. So, but do I roll them both now? If you'd like, you can. If you just want to record, record it. which one came yeah. first. Okay. Well, then, then I'm just gonna keep that. But should I'll just roll both. Fudge. Oh, please do well, sir. Oh, man, he really like jostles those oh, dice. Wait, it's a 16, by the way. Oh, fudge. I was hoping it was at least a 61. Nope. It's because a six has a number under or a yeah, line I, under yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. I think like, oh, that's the one I should be looking at first. Oh boy. Should have waited. But you guys peer pressured me. Do you want some metal dice? No. no all of his dice are like, they're cheat cheat dice. They're, uh. Oh, yeah, I thought you were saying mine. will not be passing around the loaded dice. <laughs> yeah, Thank the you. loaded dice over here. Even though I bought him one and they're not loaded at all. Mordecai. Um, the first one is a 42. Can I give you the second one or do you want to go around the first? Yeah, give me the second one. <laughs> uh, the second one is a 68. Ah, I one away from greatness. I hate I you. <laughs> you know why? Why? I'm literally, for both of those, for both of mine, no. one up for both. No, really? Yes. So I got, got a 43 for the first one and then a 69 for the second uh, one. Wow. <laughs> Somebody with whisper begins to play. <laughs> Can we get copyright? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. hard. Not for singing yeah. off key. Yeah. <laughs> so is that i got a 57 and then a 44 oh he's looking he's checking it twice wow okay don't do that don't do that to me. victor all right i got a 71 and then a 16 <laughs> ah big oofs oh, 71 no. makes me safe though right I saw him roll the I saw him roll the second one and it was real funny. Can you roll a wisdom save for me? All right, yeah, it's yeah, baby. D twenty. A D twenty, oh. baby. Nope, just just Victor. Oh. Oh man, my wisdom is oh, plus uh, one. Oh, how close are you to me? I guess like three back. Also, the He's... save by the way is a plus four, so you're looking at oh, the save. Oh, H, yeah. Okay. And then also you get another plus four because as a as a paladin, I have an aura of protection. Who? Daddy. So you're actually getting a plus eight to whatever you were on. Crit he's, it, crit he's it, right baby. behind you. Yeah. So. Well, it's All 10 right. feet. Crit it. Okay, 15 plus eight, 21. Wait, no, that's 23. Wait, that's 23, James. Barely makes it. What? Oh, my God. Uh, Barely makes oh, it. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. It's 23. Yeah, yeah, not 21. Oh, well, then he makes it better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Barely makes it better or makes it better? Makes it better. Oh, okay. oh thank God I was, like, I was close by this, man. Yeah, if you're within 10 feet of me and you roll a saving roll, you can add a plus four. Cool. Right. I bend if the I knee. don't like you, I will push you outside of that range and then watch you get hit by something. He well, likes me. I'm like. already plans in motion. Best friend over here. 
I don't say that to anyone. <laughs> I could feel it. <laughs> Can you give me a name of someone that your character knows? The name of someone that my character knows. Yeah. Uh, don't say Victor. Don't say Victor. <laughs> <laughs> Literally anyone? Uh, anyone that is not here in this party. I say Alderhood. Oh. <laughs> that just that made me sad. We shall not speak his name. Wait, doesn't have to be part of the party. Doesn't have to be aligned with us. Right. Jeremichael Rathbone. Okay. Write that down on your sheet, please. Ooh, that was one of the people he blackmailed, I bet. It's, uh, it's like his rival. Yeah, the dude that's after. He has a hit list that he's <laughs> writing down right now. He just him? picked from that list. Kronos? Who's that? Uh, he's the the man that bought me from my parents. Mm. From Well, from my grandfather. Can you write that down for me, please? So is that Jean Delfino? As the man I went to the labyrinth with? As far as I know, I'm not sure he's dead, so... He's just. I actually already. Victor, wrote you're it fine. Down. You don't yes, have to. Fuck yes. What? 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 Wait. I'd, uh, I'd let the dice do my Wait, bid. What? What, uh, what just happened? I want to roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry. His. His. Uh. His taint was. Uh. Not potent enough. Sorry. His taint. Yep. The tainting of me. Okay. Right, this got weird. So let's. Uh, I don't want to do any tainting. <gasps> With that. Your mind snap back. Okay, I thought you were gonna end the episode. <laughs> your mind snap back, and your 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 eyes take a minute to adjust. Um, it seems as though you're in some in a, a pitch black abyss, and before you can do much, immediately the backs of your heads ache with a pain as if you were just stabbed by a rapier. And as this pain shoots through, your eyes readjust. And you're standing in a room, a small room, maybe 10 by 5 in width. And before you lies simply a coffin of some sort. Wait, am I in this room? Yes, all of you are in this okay. room, single file. And before you lies a coffin. Behind you lies nothing, a wall. On each side of you, a wall. And that's it. That's all there is. I mean, I'm going gonna... I'm gonna to go up to the coffin... I I say we're a team. We should all open the coffin together. <laughs> you guys can squeeze in next to each other. Yeah, I, I guess. Let's crack the shit open. Before we do that, this I would like to pull my sword out. Yeah, Shadow like, Blade to the ready. Like, light the sword up. Uh, acid spray at the ready. <laughs> Sorry, poison spray. So useless. <laughs> Minor illusion at the ready. <laughs> Make yourself look like uh, Mordecai so he gets hit twice. Wow. What do I have as it's like a, a staff at the ready? Quarter, if that. <laughs> what? I have a quarter, quarter of staff. a staff ready. You have a, a mastiff uh, to the ready? Yeah. <laughs> so you stand at the casket. You open it? Yeah. As you touch the casket, it immediately shifts from stone to metal, a graded metal to be exact, almost as if it was a gibbet cage. I don't know what that is. They would put people in cages that were so small and confining and uncomfortable uh, that they couldn't move an inch. Okay, and by graded, what does that mean? Graded as in like me like a metal grade like with a mesh. Yes, okay. kind of like a mesh, but of metal. I thought you were saying a cheese grater, and I was going That's, to leap away. A, you know, it's got all the holes, so you can kind of see through it. It's similar. Yeah. Okay. At this, 
the metal scrapes against itself and it's the lid slides off the casket. Okay, so we're not even it we're not even lifting it. No. Light as a feather stiff as a board style. Yes. Okay. And it waits. It waits to be filled. I swear to God, do you still have the quaset? Yeah. Does he still have the quaset? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Not a huge fan of any of this. We were, I mean, we were given this quaset. I don't think we should get rid of it no, like no, no, this. No, no, no. I don't the think quaset, that's what he was The thing was supposed to be filled with blood. I thought maybe it had changed into this coffin. Oh. I don't know, man. They'd like to mess with us. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, so what does the, the quaset do? Uh, Kwesa is a small impish demon uh, that's usually uh, trying to coerce people into doing uh, malevolent things. Okay, because I was going to say, let's give it some blood and see what it does. Uh, (laughs) I try and punch the wall. Uh, You punch the wall, it hurts your hand. Dang it. It doesn't seem that even with the the strength you have, it isn't enough to even crack the wall. Wait, I knock on it and see if it's hollow. Not at all. Okay, fuck. I would like to ask the Quasit if he knows anything about where we are. Ooh. Uh, you ask the Quasit. The Quasit looks around, and he looks back. This isn't a lair that I'm aware of. Wait, did he have to roll for madness? Uh, not that you know of. Okay, then we have to climb in the lantern. It makes us impervious to this. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I asked the Quasit, do you know what we should do with the coffin? I'm unfamiliar with all of this. I'm super, not sure. Super out. I <laughs> I minor illusion a body in the coffin. Can I do that? Yeah. I do that. Oh, uh, no. Wait, hold on, hold on. What was the person that Rudy said? Uh, Jeremiah Rathbone. <laughs> Please describe him to me. What? Describe uh, this person. How tall? Shoot, I don't know. Maybe like five foot eight. Looks what? like a tiefling. Wait, are I, you? I, you're I just it. describing me. <laughs> also, how? Where is is the coffin? The long way, the ten feet way, or the five? How tall is the coffin? The coffin oh. looks like it's uh, just tall enough to fit maybe a goliath in it, so around ten feet. Okay, awesome. Keep describe. I hope he's not bigger than a goliath. No. Um. Okay. If I had to recall, probably. Five ten, short brown hair, brown um, hair. Okay, really large ears for some unknown reason. Tends to wear hats. Um, very dapperly dressed. Is a detective trying to hunt me down? I I don't really know what you want aesthetic wise. I couldn't remember what, what he was. What, exactly. what are his eyes? His eyes. I all pier- seeing a piercing yeah, baby blue. All right. All right. Is he trying to take you down and take you out to dinner? (laughs) What about his grin? His grin. uh, Very smile. Very subtle and very smug. Okay. Kind of like... (laughs) What about his nose? His nose um, protrudes a little bit. All right. All right. He's drawing a picture. Okay. What about facial hair? (laughs) Facial hair. Um, We're going to have to post this. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh... Either a chin strap or um, mutton chops. We'll go. It's never both. (laughs) 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 It can't be. (laughs) Okay, so pretty much is that him 
Okay. <laughs> is this him? <laughs> it's a it's a <laughs> crudely drawn picture, but it's amusing. My well, God. Check it out on our Instagram. <laughs> the detective extraordinaire. <laughs> Oh, let me give him a belt buckle up top. On <laughs> oh the, God! On He's the a hat. Pil- what is he a pilgrim? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. When I when I said hat, I imagined like a top head or like this a newspaper is a boy. Hat. That's a top. That looks like I a don't cowboy. have a lot of room to draw. So <laughs> can't that, be that top of a hat. That gets illusioned into the coffin. <laughs> Nothing happens. Oh come on! We go through all of that. I <laughs> I say one of us go in. One, two, three. Nose goes. I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Before that, I can I see some. Can I see your dagger? What? Yeah, don't you have a little dagger? I see that. Can you don't can know I, that? Can I roll to see if I notice his dagger? It's literally embedded into the like into my cane. Okay, then I I ask. I can see Suzette has a sword, right? I sword. also, ha- I also sword. have a dagger. I say, hey Suzette, can I please see anything that can make cuts? I I give him my dagger. Okay, I, I hold my hand. Do you want that back though? Yes, uh, abs. I mean, hopefully. I'm very uh, insistent on this. I. You want to know what? Uh, do I have like a rag or anything? Does a anyone rag? have a r- rag or? I'm just gonna stick the flaming sword into the coffin. No, at oh, this point I'm like, ugh. Well, that's your baby. Oh, nothing you wanna, happens. You want to know what? I know what's gonna happen is whoever crawls in, the, I crawl in there. I already offered. No, no, let me crawl in there first. God damn it, I wanted to be in there. Well, hold on, because Mordecai did say it first. Darn it. Mordecai, if you wish to take initiative, you can go I, call in I first. I do wish to take initiative. I would like to crawl in there. I don't want anybody else having to go in there for me. Okay. As you do this and crawl in, the moment your back lies against the coffin, it seems to grow in size. As it grows in size, as too does the room. I would really quickly like to say, if I die, drop my name around my uh, constituents and be like, yo, what's up? Mordecai sent us. Get I'm the good. De- get the de- okay. To, uh, actually, since I think you're the only one who's going to take me uh, seriously. Um, shit, I'm sorry. Your name one more time. Victor. Victor. Thank you. Victor, I was going to call you Trevor for some reason. Um, Victor, um, if you do come across my home, try and find the decadence of Ravenbridge. It might get you a pretty penny. All right. I'm going to take my dagger back from Victor. Okay. So what has happened now? So he climbs into the coffin. As he does so, the coffin seems to grow in size. And as it expands against the walls, the walls grow in size too. They seem to grow about five feet, effectively making it about a 10 foot difference. Okay. Now I climb in. I think it's not going to do anything. Okay. You climb in as well. Uh, As it does so, uh, the coffin grows in size as you lay your back down against it effectively making it 15 feet dang it uh of which uh of which you can see the little uh beginnings of a door and a torch so now the light is starting to gently pour into the room from what appears to be a torch and a door that is stuck uh at the end of the hallway uh within a wall Okay, here's what I think is going on. Is there anyone you guys thought of that you don't want dead? No. No. Okay, no. then you want to know what? I should hop out because I think what would happen is whoever's in there, that person dies. But if I'm in there, 
it like it will still make a body, but it won't kill someone. That's my belief. Okay. So if you guys want those people dead, I'll hop out and and you guys hop in. What if it makes them stronger though? But I want to do it myself. I don't necessarily yeah. want him my uh, rival dead either, which sounds really dumb. No, I get it. It's the because game. Because you're smart and you want to out jest him a little. You're like James. You don't um, know what words mean. So the door is now appearing. How big is the door? It's perhaps two inches from what you can see so far. You, you can just see the hinges Garen, and the you wood. You want to go next? All right, wait, I'll go in. So wait, did he? Uh, did I? Victor I'm staying in. Okay, I hop in. Garam, you enter as well. Uh, with this third one, it continues to grow another five feet, and now you can fully see the door. However, with this, the coffin suddenly drops a few inches. You can feel it. Um, give way almost, but seems to be caught on by some sort of invisible suspension um, that almost gives way. As this occurs, you can hear a deep voice bellow from somewhere. Kaldinor. Cool. Does that like ring a bell? What? No. Do do we know? Is that a different language? Uh, it certainly seems to be. Can I roll a history? Uh, yeah, you could uh, attempt. If anyone wants to give out their languages, we can see if you know it. Infernal? Infernal as well. Nope. Okay, never mind. Not even Abyssal? Nope. Orgish and Primordial? Nope. Nope. Elven and Thieves can't. Nope. Nope. Human. Uh, Let me roll. You said the the coffin was abnormally large, correct? Yes. Is Hissette safe in assuming that this is like like a Goliath or giant? Could be. All right. What do I add? Where's that sweet pirate hat that lets me learn giant? Twelve. Yeah, you have no idea what it is. Dang it. Hurts, don't it? What did he roll? What did you roll? I got a twelve. For what? For history to see if I know what this Uh, voice is. The door seems to be almost completely open, or at least visible, uh, except that it's missing its handle now. I minor illusion one. <laughs> I'm, I, um, I'm kidding. Fair enough. <laughs> I I get in the coffin. Oh boy. Do you lay your back down? I would like to lay face down, <laughs> just to see if that does anything different. Nope. Can I roll insight? Doesn't do anything. Yeah, Can I roll I, insight? Sure. What, what do, do I add to insight? Insight. Insight. Where? <laughs> where is it? <laughs> One. Okay. I rolled an eighteen. Do I notice if Suzette's uh, dummy thick? <laughs> it's not an insight roll. That's a common sense roll. All right. <laughs> and nice. he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was face I, down. I. I. Yeah. I guess I roll over. Um. Can I roll insight to see what the intent of that voice was like? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that hit my pen, but uh, it's it's a 15. Not really sure what that was. Mm. How about now? <laughs> um, yeah, so I lay down on my back. As you do so, the coffin grows just a bit more. Uh, and the doorway uh, is finally revealed. Just as it is, the cage slams down. And closes the casket. Oh, Oh, shit. I shouldn't have been in there. (laughs) As it does so, whatever was suspending this gives way. And you begin to plummet 
into darkness. Sweet. A really bad elevator. Fuck you. It's doing its best. <laughs> I take off my shirt. I cast fireball in hopes to make it a hot air balloon. <laughs> I'm kidding. I you do so, but, it, but we'll get to that on next time. Oh. Uh, uh, this was fantastic. This People, was, uh, I, I really did not do that. <laughs> uh, I'd like to, before we do our usual, I'd like to say um, we really didn't do a proper welcome, but welcome, James. Yes. Oh, yeah, what's up, yes. We are so happy to have you on. I, this was fun, this guys. This was fun. Yeah, awesome. I'm excited to do this for every week now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do, I can, uh, I'll roll an insight check as James. A two, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, we can't die at the end. He's not. It's not like we're going to start the next episode and he says, there's spikes, Mortal Kombat style, and you's dead. Yes. Roll some new yes, characters. say that, but... Hey. It's Corey, so you never really know. Like, Rudy's character just died last uh, week. Uh, guys. In another campaign. Mordecai? No. You're undead now? No. Give me some skin. I kid. Hey. Give me some skellies. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'll so you, we, uh, outside of this podcast, play a lot of D&D, and Rudy has the highest mortality rate for his characters. It's pretty great. Yeah. I think we're at five? Yeah. Yeah. The last one and the one I'm for our other, the one for our Japanese adventure and the one for our cyberpunk adventure. The last deaths that I had were not my fault. Yeah, you know what? To be fair, the last two definitely were not his fault. I <laughs> just rolled really bad on the second one, though. But because like, I rolled bad on a wisdom thing that was only put in place oh, because Hose Burrito over here you know, put it in. Place. I got to do the thing where you like when you charge your phone, and you take that end and you put it into the wall. You have to. He has to charge his phone. No, no, I got a plug. Plugs? Oh yes. Oh yeah. And thank you. Let's start. Let's go with James because his is gonna be longer than ours. Hey guys, you can find information about this podcast as well as my other podcasts, mostly Speak and Sentai. What the hell, mouth? This movie's gay, and I'll get there over on MLMPod.com. And guess what? Yeah, you can go there and donate if you like this. It, what it's going to do is help us get an AC unit for this recording space. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that's Please. $130. <laughs> if you donate any money, we'll give you a shout out. If you donate the entire $130, I believe I need to get better incentive because what I'm doing now isn't helping. I'll make a rap song for you. That's one of my best talents, one of my only talents. Uh, maybe I should have listened to my dad when he told me to do something else with your life. He's a great rapper. Oh, yes. Marshland Monster. Check it out. Just released a CD called King Kaiser X. It's sampling Godzilla music. I'm done. Hey, maybe for an incentive, I don't know if anyone's going to bite on this uh, at all. But like, also, uh, if you'd like as well, um, maybe send us uh, an idea to throw in lore-wise for not just this adventure, but for all of Kata. We a lot of the a lot of the uh, Kata universe isn't just crafted by me. It's a lot of stories um, ha uh, that were made uh, through sessions that were played within the universe and by given uh, player incentive um, from friends and players alike that have gone through these worlds. Uh, so a lot of uh, history in Kata is actually fan and player created. Uh, so if you like to maybe help help out with the recording space. Hit uh, hit us up at our Instagram and or Twitter, uh, and uh, we will be able to uh, you know talk some things through with you. Yeah. Or you c we can make you an NPC, Ooh, like that's a reoccurring nice. NPC, uh, just a 
with well, our track record, we might kill you. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> or with the track record they have, they will absolutely hate you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Give Speaking us money, and then you'll Insta- have the right to be killed by Suzette. Excuse me. Excuse. Excuse, excuse me. me. Okay. Speaking of Instagram, uh, follow us on Instagram. It is hit it underscore and underscore credit. That's H I T I T underscore A N D underscore C R I T I T. And follow us on Twitter. It's hit it and credit. H I T I T A N D C R I T I T. All right. Also, for the, uh, I think we, this may be last time um, we do it, but I do want to give a shout out and uh, hopefully uh, he'll keep it going and uh, where he is. But uh, thanks again, Robbie, for uh, being a part of our adventure thus far and for being a part of our grand uh, friend group. If you want to help out Alderhood, uh, the late great Alderhood, uh, check out his podcast, uh, Missing Letter, uh, presents The Kitchen Sink. Uh, It is up now. Yes. To his credit. Like, finally up? Yeah. 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 I mean, to my credit. (laughs) It was a team effort, surprisingly. (laughs) It's like those, you know, when you do a group project in high school, one person does most of the work. And then the other person gets the A. Yeah. That's also. (laughs) James uh, did most of the work. Quick shout out to all the Caleb's out there. Yeah. There you go, Caleb. We appreciate you. Uh, anything else? I think we're good. Yeah, yeah that's guys. it. Thank yeah. you very much. All right. Well, with that being said, we I'm love living you. La Vida Loca, and uh, we are out of here. Bye-bye. We bye love bye. you. Bye. Bye.